Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of the Informing Choices mini-pod. Digital media is everywhere and is playing an increasingly significant role in retail experiences, travel, browsing and buying, gaming, communication, how we distribute and consume information. The COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted the advantages that this family of technologies can offer when human contact is limited. The question is, how will digital media evolve in the future? And to th consider this question, I'm delighted to welcome marketing consultant, writer and futurist, Michael Maschioni to the podcast. Michael, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about you and your professional focus. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, most of my background has been in digital media. I do marketing research, writing, trend analysis and conference production work in that area. Uh, not too long ago, I co-wrote a book on the use of immersive technologies, including VR, AR, and other immersive technologies in amusement parks, movie theaters, and other leisure facilities. I also was co-chairman of a conference called The Future of Immersive Leisure, which was pretty much on the same topic. So, and in addition, I wrote a, a chapter on the future of immersive media and amusement parks for a book that will be published uh, in March by uh, Fast Future Publishing called 5050 scenarios for the next 50 years. Brilliant, thank you. So maybe we'll come back to that uh, that theme parks idea because that, that sounds really interesting. But but first of all, just to, just to kick off, um, how do you think different traditional media formats like print, audio, video come together in an increasingly digital age? Well, you know, first of all, obviously, there have been a lot more adaptations and cross-platform approaches uh, to media and, you know, books being, you know, spun off into, you know, video programs, interactive programs, video games, etc. And obviously, you know, there's an increasing trend to expand that and also into location-based entertainment, such as amusement parks and video arcades, etc. So that's going to increasingly happen. And there's going to be an increasing development of sort of episodic forms of, you know, books that are translated into a video and digital realm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I think they're going to be increasing packages of, um, you know, books along with some of these other multimedia properties. Um, and they'll be, you know, combined together in different packages. There'll be different versions of them, you know, 1.0, 2.0, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I kind of see that happening as sort of an expanded uh, media package. Um, um, part of me also says that th this kind of combination of, uh, of, of different platforms and, and different formats is about increasing experience. Did you see that as well? Uh, yes, especially when you think in terms of the impact of VR and other immersive technologies in terms of providing more simulated experiences, uh, more experiential entertainment, which is really a major trend, uh, ongoing trend, and that will certainly increase over the next five to 10 years. And presumably a personalization of experiences uh, plays into that as well. We're all, always hearing about uh, yeah, personalized travel, personalized retail. So I'm assuming that personalization will be a big part of this as well. Yes, it will. And AI, artificial intelligence, will play a major role in that. 
the other aspect of that is, you know, the consumer um, will be increasingly involved with creating or co-creating content with media and entertainment companies. I mean, that's been happening to some degree, but uh, that will expand considerably over time, and uh, you know, that will also increase the you know appearance, the emergence of personalized experiences. Yeah. So what do you see are the, the new and different forms of communication that we might see with some of these emerging technologies? How might we consume information? How might we share information? Well, for one thing, uh, I think that there'll be new avenues for immersive experiences that are delivered via wireless, via mobile, uh, over the internet, et cetera. So, you know, you'll, you'll see experiences that span the home and public places market. And that would certainly apply to um, immersive content, VR content, et cetera. Um, and you'll see things that are going to be accessible to consumers from the home and from leisure facilities like amusement parks, museums, et cetera. They'll be increasingly interconnected. So one of the things about kind of connectivity that immediately comes to mind there is the use of 5G, but increasingly more powerful and faster um, notions around Wi-Fi as well. How, how might they come together? Might, might we see a much more seamless experience when we move from one sort of connectivity to another? Uh, yes, I mean, I would just say, first of all, that I mean, this is not as much an area of expertise of mine. So, you know, I, I really don't have uh, as much to you know comment on that, but uh, certainly that would increase you know the seamlessness of, of of programming and you know kind of expand the potential of new content delivered that way. And is is your sense that actually what we're experiencing at the moment with regards to the um, COVID pandemic and um, to one degree or another different types of lockdown and restricted movement? Is that likely, do you think, to accelerate some of these immersive technologies in their use and their deployment to Im increase personalized experiences? It definitely will, and it's already happening. Uh, I don't think that this trend will end after the pandemic ends. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think people, it's not only just that the consumer is using these technologies in the home and will increasingly do so, but also companies will use this increasingly for purposes like training and education and that sort of thing. So that trend will remain even after the pandemic ends. And, and I was really curious when you, when you, when you spoke about, uh, about theme parks and uh, you know, I've seen some of, uh, of what you've written in this area. So just describe for us what kind of experiences and how the technology may evolve to give us a different type of theme park experience? Well, basically what a lot of uh, an increasing number of parks are doing is they're trying to integrate immersiveness more in their attractions. So that could include in rides and with VR that would involve typically using a headset and experiencing something virtually at the same time that they're engaged in a physical experience in terms of physically moving uh, then there's the issue, I mean, then there's the use of augmented reality uh, to combine real world images with virtual images. And then that will expand sort of the world that they're, expand the experience that, uh, that they're engaging in in parks. And some of these things can even be used like AR for games 
before rides, after rides. So they're being used not necessarily just in the attraction mm. themselves, but pre-attraction or post-attraction experiences. At, at some point in the future, do, do you foresee a sort of a 100% immersive theme park where actually there's, you know, there's nothing physical as such, but it's all a completely immersive experiences? pretty far off in the future. I think people have a, you know, a real need for some kind of physical contact, social interaction, even though these experiences sometimes do afford social interaction. Many of them don't, but that will increasingly happen. So I see a lot of potential, let's just say in the next three to five years, for mixed reality experiences that combine physical and virtual elements and including things like immersive theater. So that could be live, and virtual, I see a lot more of those things emerging in parks, and I think they have a lot of potential. What's your sense of how a broader sense of communication, for example, consuming news um, and the whole kind of trust and fake news debate, how might that be enabled um, in this kind of uh, immersive world? Well, I think one thing is that uh, what's already developed is there have been a number of immersive documentaries dealing with, um, you know, various social and political issues in the world. And those can offer a deeper level of engagement and a deeper level of understanding of some of these issues. And that's, you know, one potential way to address it. Uh, I guess another potential way is to use AI to filter and screen, you know, news items but the other thing is simply providing a variety of viewpoints so that people you know, can assess for themselves which ones they consider most valid. Yeah. You've spoken about a number of different types of technology. So how might some of these different and complementary technologies come together to enhance an increasingly personalized and targeted experience? Well, I mean, I think, again, I would sort of return to the original point I made about the emergence of kind of more expansive multimedia packages that would incorporate things like publishing uh, video, you know, immersive. And for example, if you take the case of documentaries, you know, you could very easily see a situation where, you know, people would have the option to select different kinds of packages of multimedia material, which could include print video, you know, immersive like VR, et cetera. So for example, if you had an immersive uh, documentary, you could view it in a more linear video fashion and also have the option of viewing it in an immersive way. And that could sort of add to the whole experience and again, give you a deeper understanding and you could cross-reference these products. It could even lead, it could even be connected further to an immersive exhibit in a museum. So in other words, there, there could be a lot of different elements and people could choose an entire package or individual elements. I mean, one of the, one of the amazing potential ideas that, you know, you, you're, you're, what you were saying then triggered in my mind is the idea that actually perhaps a holiday or vacation in the future could be an immersive experience in some kind of um, documentary about wildlife in Africa or um, a visit to Antarctica to um, uh, follow the penguin migration or something. So do you see some of those grander experiences being supported at some point in the future with these immersive technologies? Yes, absolutely. And actually one trend that I didn't mention uh, that has a bearing on this is the emergence of 
um, diverse hybrid content that can combine different forms of, you know, genres, whether it's, you know, documentaries and travel or, you know, comedy with, you know, documentaries or whatever. I mean, they're, they're, those things are going to emerge and, and many of them will involve the integration of immersive elements. Uh, for example, if you take, you know, immersive, or if you take art, you know, there are a number of new venues that combine immersive art with entertainment elements, whether they're special effects or other kinds of things or games and art. So those will definitely become more significant uh, and they already are having somewhat of an impact, but they'll become very common in the future. The, the other thing that strikes me is that we, we, we quite often hear notions of, of democratizing access to technology. And one of the things that also strikes me about immersive technologies is that it, it actually gives society the ability to provide access to a range of experiences that most of us already have, but people with certain disabilities don't have. So does, does, does the opportunity of these technologies represent a really great chance for us to uh, broaden access to experiences to a whole number of people that have never had those opportunities before? Yes, they certainly do. Uh, I mean, they've had an impact and they'll have more of an impact as the technology becomes more user-friendly and less cumbersome uh, and also less costly. So that's already happening. Uh, but uh, but that will have a, a real major impact, and it's being used for rehabilitation now, for psychological therapy, for all of these different purposes, uh, kind of in a more of an institutional setting. But but they'll be used, you know, increasingly in the home as the technology becomes uh, more user friendly and less costly. So I'm going to put you on the I'm going to put you on the spot here because one of the things that strikes me, all the things that we, we've spoken about, is that we could see some really radical changes about the way that we experience information and some of these other more physical things that that we touched on. So if I asked you what you thought your top three new experiences might be enabled through some of these technologies in say ten years time, what kind of things would you refer to? Yeah, well, I, one of the things that I should mention, uh, which is another trend, and you're certainly aware of this because I wrote a chapter on the future of ambient interactivity in public places for futurescapes, uh, is you know basically the idea of interactivity in public places becoming more organic and, and easily accessible and basically being built into physical structures and environments. Mm. So that's a trend that I think will be a major trend it will be more transparent and and seamless and something that will also permit uh, the delivery of more user-generated content, you know, whether it's people creating art on, you know, like a touchscreen or that sort of thing, that's gonna become more significant. So I would say that that's one sort of general technological trend. The other one that I mentioned is the increasing appearance of hybrid content whether that's virtual escape games, whether that's, you know, immersive artainment, combining art and, and entertainment. Um, so I would say that's another one. And, uh, and then a third one is really the increasing combination of content, whether that's digital, interactive, or immersive content spanning the home and public places markets. 
public places, meaning amusement parks, shopping malls, stores, etc. And and actually, your 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 comment there about um, uh, shopping malls, it, it, you know, immediately made me think about the way that some of these technologies will continue to grow in terms of their use in retail spaces, and particularly, I guess, their combination with artificial intelligence to create very personalised um, uh, promotional messaging. Is that something you Absolutely. see? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Michael, that's been absolutely brilliant. We've had a really quick run through across uh, across 15 minutes on a, on a number of issues. And I really want to thank you for your for your time. That's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, how can people get hold and, and follow some of the things that you're talking about? Whereabouts can they find you? Uh, well, they can contact me through email or through LinkedIn. Michael, that's fantastic. Thank you once again for your time. And sure. thank you, everyone, for listening. Do let your friends and colleagues know all about the Informing Choices mini pod. And I'll see you again very soon.